standing in authority, commanding the space, filling the room with your voice in such a way that people, they can't help but listen to you. I've been asked a lot lately about speaking with authority. And that's what I'm talking about today. And I might not talk about it as usual in the way you would think when you think about speaking with authority. I know you're going to like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome, everybody. So glad to have you with me. As always, welcome to the show. I've got a great episode for you. Today, I'm going to talk about standing in authority, commanding the space. This is something that I have been hearing a lot lately from people, and I always pick my episodes based on what I'm seeing in the world. And this has come up a lot lately. I want to speak with more authority. I want to sound like I have authority. And so I'm doing an episode on this today, and it's funny because I just started recording a minute ago, and I went down this rabbit trail, obviously I stopped recording, about the difference in authority in men and women's voices. And I thought, no, you know what, this is a great conversation, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull all my research and I'm going to do an episode for you with that research in front of me what the difference is literally from the societal elements around men's and women's voices. But I wanted to talk about authority today. And the reason I went down that rabbit hole was that one of the things that I said was a lot of times people will say, I will say something in a meeting and three minutes later, somebody else will say it. And whenever they say it, everybody goes, oh, oh, wow. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So I ended up going down this rabbit trail and I got out of it and I said, no, that's going to be another episode. This is going to be about literally standing in authority and commanding the space so that people hear you, so that people listen to you. Are you sounding like the expert you are? And I see this all the time. I see people, they're all quiet or they're all fast or they're all whatever. And and they really are the authority in their space. And you don't have to have had 30 years and five degrees to be the authority in your space. I use the example all the time around technology. I will say to my groups a lot, tell me what an expert is. And I get answers like, well, you know, somebody who knows everything about their topic, somebody who's done this forever. And I'll say, okay, you know, I like that. I can buy into that. But what about me? Right below, I don't know what my generation is. I'm right below, I just missed being a boomer. You know, that generation X, I'm not sure. I can look at a 23-year-old that knows computers and they're an expert to me. They can command 
authority with me, with their knowledge, because they can help me, because they can get me a result. Yet, that's one of the things I deal with so often with my younger people is they aren't fully standing in that authority. And and it's across the board. And I'm going to talk about it across the board. I'm just using this example of my younger people, interns. I do a big intern program. And they they won't own that authority when, when really they are an authority in what they know. And that's the difference. Most people are working from what they don't know rather than working from what they do. So yeah, I've done this forever. Yeah, I've done it 30 plus years, extensive research, half or three quarters of my methodology. No, maybe my, no, my whole methodology, but three quarters of my work is based on my own research. No, I know everybody doesn't do that. I know everybody, I know people that take my stuff and, and put it on their slide decks. They shouldn't do that, but I know a handful of people that do. But everybody doesn't have those years. Everybody doesn't have three degrees. And honestly, that doesn't, that's not the whole bucket here. If you are working from what you do know, what you do have, what you have done, you can stand in the authority of what you know. Yet, that's, that's the core problem. I mean, like the episode can almost end right now. Everybody's coming into the scene, doing the video, doing the presentation, doing the update in the, in the group, whatever it is. And you're talking from the place of, well, what if they ask me this and I don't know? What if, what if I don't know what they're going to say? What if I don't know the answer? What if I, I, don't, I don't know all the nuances of this thing constantly? I hear it at least three times a day. Well, hold on a minute. What do you know? Oh, well, I know a lot of things. I know this and I know that and I know that. And I'm like, okay, now you sound like the authority. So it can literally be as simple. One of the core pieces is you're not working from what you know. You're working from what you don't. You're not working from the now where you have power. You're working from the future where anything could happen. The number of times I've heard people tell me, well, they might ask me something I don't know the answer to. Well, they might. I just had this conversation in one of my groups the other day with one of my corporate groups that has one of the the best just love when this leader is in the group and he's actually coming on the show or maybe depending on when this airs has already come on the show. And we were talking about this. And I was, we were talking about the literal concept of what if they ask you and you don't know? You say, wow, great question, love it. I don't know. Let me get back to you on that. And you own that you don't know. Yet I have people that will spend a Sunday figuring out everything that could happen and how they're going to respond, what they're going to say, how they're going to do it. Okay, that is not working from the right place. That is, there's no chance 
you're going to stand in authority when you work from there. And so what is standing in authority? It's, I know what I'm talking about. I can't do that if I go, well, there's some things I don't know about. Because guess what? There's some things I don't know about. Literally, the scientific, extreme, technical breakdown of voice, like a lot of people teach it, I learned it so long ago and I strayed from it so long ago that I wouldn't call myself an expert in that. Okay, well, I'm not, I am not going in to things going, ooh, what if they ask me how many hair follicles are, no. But if they do, I'm going to go, you know what? I have not, I have strayed from that so long ago. I'm going to double check my answer. I can tell you what I think, what I remember, but I'm going to have to get back to you on that. Still being the authority. One piece of knowledge that you don't know does not strip your authority away. I mean, that's pretty fragile if one question that you don't know the answer to takes the whole deal away. But it's really, you know, it's really an inside job. It's really about where you're working from. It's, it's about believing you know what you're talking about. And a lot of times people will deliver something and, and I'll say, do you, do you believe that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that you didn't say it that way. So you have to believe what you're talking about. You have to own and commit to what you know to be true. You keep your attention on what you know, not what you don't, like we've already talked about. And, and this owning, this buy-in, this commitment is something that people struggle with. And a big part of why they struggle with it is they have a fear of being arrogant. They have a fear of sounding like a jerk. And that's the subconscious. That's the subconscious tricking you into believing that you're going to sound arrogant or you're going to rub people the wrong way, or you're going to make people mad. Chances are excellent. That's not going to happen. Chances are excellent. People want to buy from people who sound like they know what they're talking about. I'll give an example. A lot of times I'll say, okay, do you, would you rather buy from somebody who knows what they're talking about or doesn't? I could deliver this content to you. And I, in fact, I'll be honest with you. I hear voice coaches delivering content and they have the worst mask of condescension I've ever heard in my life. Or everything is the same note. Why? Because they're working from something they don't know. They're working from an insecurity somewhere down the line. And we all have them. I have my own insecurities. Everybody has insecurities. But I'm not working from them today. Confidence is what you need to command the space. Confidence is an inside owning. Confidence is, I believe, in what I'm talking about. Believing you know, trusting you know, trusting you have the words. A lot of this is about lack of trust within yourself. You're giving all your power away to the other people who aren't the expert and you're thinking they know you're making this assumption or thinking or delivering your content as if they know more instead of 
literally trusting you know what you're talking about. And I'll ask that question all the time. I'll say, well, do you know what you're talking about? Well, yeah. You trust that you know what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, I got to get the words right so that I can convey. No, you got to trust that you know. It stuns people when I tell them that I prepare. I don't, I don't practice. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm getting worn out again a little bit with the the people say, got to practice and practice and practice and practice and practice. No, we got to rewrite the voice stories and the habits they left behind. And you can practice if you're practicing the right thing. But I trust that I know. So I'll prepare an outline. Like right now, I have an outline as I'm doing the show. I've looked at it once. I glanced at something and I made a skip and I know I need to go back to something, but I'm trusting 100% that I'm going to have the words that you need to hear. And I tell my students this all the time. I say, I literally start right before every session, right before every class, right before everything I do. And it becomes this, okay, God, give me the words I need to say to people. And I trust that I'm going to say the right thing. I've got the outline, I've got the idea, I've got the concept, and I'm trusting I know. And I do know my work. I have done it a long time, but I had to build that muscle literally overnight. And I say this to people too. I literally made a decision overnight. You've probably heard me tell the story about how I became a furniture refinisher. And I heard this voice in my head that said, you got to get back in the game, basically. And, and I knew I had to teach like I do now. This was years ago. This was 20-something years ago. I didn't have it all figured out, but I just made a decision that I what I hear is what I know. I know what I hear. And I have to work from that. And it can be as simple as a decision. It can be as simple as, well, I don't know everything, but I do know this. And I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to own this and I'm going to trust that I have the words. And then you will. And then you won't kink the garden hose. And when you don't kink the garden hose, then everything flows the way it's supposed to. And you're grounded and your voice works. And when you are grounded in your body, not in your head, working from message, you are going to have more authority in your voice because you're going to have more buy-in automatically because you're grounded get up in your head and you're thinking more about the words it's you're gonna you're gonna have a harder time sounding like you have authority if you're questioning yourself which is why where you're working from and what you're hiding behind plays so into standing in authority Voice masks can derail authority. If you're trying to prove, if you're trying to please, if you're trying to be professional, you're derailing authority. Authority is about owning. Authority is about, I'm okay being in the silence. People marvel at me sometimes. They say, I didn't know if the Zoom froze or if you were literally owning that pause like that. We didn't even move. 
Yeah. Because I know how powerful a pause is. And I know that when I pause, I know how that speaks to your subconscious. I know the power I stand in when I do that. It's all internal. It's all tentacles in. It's all in getting comfortable. I have to be comfortable knowing I know what I'm talking about. Are there things I don't know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, trust me, anything out of this lane of what I'm doing right here with my clients, I don't, uh, it's, it's really, it's, it's really kind of tragic, but that's okay. I don't work from that when I'm working with people. I surround myself with people who are good at what they do too. But I know that I know. I trust that I know. And that's what you want to do to stand in authority. Is it about your sound flowing out, not being stuck? Sure. Is it about volume? Maybe. Is it about speed? Maybe. Is it about utilizing all the elements of vocal variety? Maybe. Maybe it's all of that. But what becomes impossible for that to happen, which is why I say maybe, is if you're not owning and buying in and believing you know what you're talking about, none of that's going to work anyway. So I can say, well, maybe it's about speed, but you're not bought in. So really speed's irrelevant because you're not bought in. You don't sound like you know what you're talking about. Is it about volume? Maybe. Maybe you need to fill the space with your voice, but your jaw's locked and you're not letting me have your sound. So really it's not about volume. It's about why won't you let me have your sound? Why are you so convinced that it's going to be a bad thing if you give me your sound? So see, we always have to go back to the foundation. We always have to go back to pillar one. We always have to go back to the stories And the foundation, are you on a foundation of sand or are you on a foundation of rock? Because when you stand on a foundation of rock, you feel a lot safer to own what you have to say because your feet aren't going to fall out from it. You're not going to collapse in the sand. And so much of this is literally decisions. It's literally where you're working from. Then it's a practice of owning it, not doing it 432 times the way you've always done it. That's not going to create the new authority. So when I talk about practice, yeah, that's okay to a degree if you're practicing the right thing. But if you're practicing the wrong thing, you're just locking it in. And then probably being tricked into believing you're doing it better because somebody said, well, if you just practice more, you'll have it. Well, you practiced 400 times. So you're going, okay, I got it now because I I practiced. Yeah, but you never changed the habit. You never worked from somewhere differently. That's the work. And it's just that simple. It's not, but it is. It is foundation 101 when I work with people in my group, in solo training, in my new group. I've got a new group short course offer out. It's, it's always the foundation. 
So think about that. Think about where are you working from? Think about what you're thinking about. Think about, are you grounded? Think about all these things. Because really, it doesn't matter if you've done it 35 years and have three degrees and did your own body of research. Doesn't matter. That's no. You can stand in authority. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Don't forget the be the star of your business, be the celebrity of your business masterclass I'm doing with my friend Steve Bridgewater, June 22nd. You can go over to captivatetheroom.com forward slash celebrity. This is going to be an amazing training. You are not going to find anything like this anywhere. I hope that you will join us and learn from Steve and learn from Steve and I working together. All right. So until I see you next time, get out there and speak your truth. Just do it beautifully. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.